0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our look at chapter 5 of the book of Judges. We're uh, reading verses 6 through 9 in the New King James Version. This section looks at the deplorable conditions of life under the oppression of Jabin. And this is the king that Deborah and Barak overthrew. It reads, In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and the travelers walked along the byways. Village life ceased. It ceased in Israel until I, Deborah, arose, arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods. Then there was war in the gates. Not a shield or spear was seen among 40,000 in Israel. My heart is with the rulers of Israel who offered themselves willingly with the people. Bless the Lord. Again, that was Judges chapter 5 verses 6 through 9 in the New King James Version, which titles it, The Song of Deborah. I'll be back to share insights, and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is uh, Judges chapter 5, verses 6 through 9 in the New King James Version. And this, this section describes the life under Canaanite oppression. And I've written quite a bit down, so let me go ahead and read what I've written down from the commentaries. Deborah describes the distressed state of Israel under the tyranny of Jabin, uh, that the greatness of their trouble might make their salvation appear more illustrious and more gracious. From the days of Shamgar, and remember, he killed 600 men of the Philistines with an ox goad. So from the days of Shamgar, who did something towards the deliverance of Israel from the Philistines, to the days of Jael, who delivered them from uh, Jabin and, and Sisera. So from those days, to which is from the past to the present, in which um, the country was in a manner desolate. It was very desolate. People were afraid to move around. In those days, travelers kept to the byways because the, the highways, because the land was unsafe for travel. It says that, uh, let's see, travelers, the highways were deserted and travelers walked along the byways. So they were afraid to be out in public, basically, because there was so much danger everywhere they were. Let's see, gonna let get back to where I was. Um, Village life ceased. It ceased in Israel. Not only was life hard on Israel's oppressors, but the oppressors confiscated all weapons. So the Israelites could not even defend themselves. They could not fight for themselves. No shield or spear was seen among 40,000 in Israel. And if you can imagine that kind of place where uh, the people who are oppressing you have weapons and can harm you, but you have no way of protecting yourself. But let me continue. The dangers of marauders, the dangers that marauders posed to the caravans disrupted commercial trading, which affected normal village life because you have to be able to buy and sell. The people could not even presume uh, it to be safe enough to sow and harvest crops, so you have farmers who are unable to do what they needed to do to be successful. The land was full of anarchy and confusion, being everywhere infested with banditti. No public road was safe, and in going from place to place, the people were obliged to use unfrequented paths. And if you can imagine going down a dark road when you have roads with uh, lights everywhere, but you have to go down the dark road because the roads that are well lit also are filled with people that might harm you. So and that's the place they were in. And remember, this is all their choice because they chose idolatry. They chose to serve false gods. But let me continue. In all this turmoil, verse 5-7 reads, 5-7 uh, reads, I, Deborah, arose... I arose as a mother. So, using the metaphor of mothering, Deborah shows that she cares for, she nurtures, and directs the people. Barack would not go into battle without her. She had to encourage him. She said, Come on now, get up. Didn't God promise this to you? Just like a mother, get up and get your buddies up, get your battle buddies up, get the army up. Let's get this done. Until I, Deborah, arose doesn't mean she was speaking out of pride. She understood that God's work, that God works through willing individuals, and she was willing to do what needed to be done in this crisis. She arose like a mother taking care of an infant child or a sick child. A mother's work, of course, is never done. She shows in one word what it was that brought all this misery upon them. They chose new gods. It was their idolatry that provoked God to give them up into the hands of their enemies. The Lord, their God, is one God. But they weren't content to serve the true and living God. They wanted more, many, many more. Their God was the Ancient of Days, still the same, always the same. And therefore, they grew weary of Him. And they wanted something new, something different. Their fathers chose God in Joshua chapter 24 and verse 21. But these, their descendants, couldn't abide by that choice. They had to have their own gods, lowercase g, of their own choosing. Gods that they could choose. The poem expresses Deborah's outrage at Israel's violation of God and at their succumbing to the enemies. Uh, saying then war was at the gate, and then she said her heart is with the rulers of Israel. It, uh, Deborah didn't only care for her job of leadership. Leadership, she also had the heart of other leaders and their work on her heart. Her vision was big. It wasn't just a job for her. She looked. Uh, she appreciated those who did what they needed to, who made sacrifices as a leader, to lead their people. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Before we begin asking for anything, we want to stop and thank you. Thank you for the lessons and the pictures that you've given us in this, in this um, book, in this chapter, this fifth chapter of Judges. Thank you for the picture of a leader even taking the role of a mother. Stepping out, saying, okay, I need you to get up. I need you to do this. God has already told you what that you're going to win this battle, but you can't win it if you don't get up. So we thank you, God. The leaders like that, who inspire us, who encourage us, we thank you for that. And then, Father, the commentary says that... Um, we can say that Satan doesn't only want to oppress Christians. He also wants to disarm the believer. He wants the believer to lay down the full armor of God that belongs to us in Jesus Christ. And Father, we stop and say thank you for the Holy Spirit who helps to make sure that we pick up that armor, that if we forget any part of it, That he reminds us, he uh, pricks our heart to remind us what your word says, what we need to do. We thank you for that, Father. We pray as usual. We've been praying for the Ukrainians and the Russians. We're continuing to do that. We're praying for India, God. We're praying for especially Christians in India. Uh, cover them with angel protection, God. Put a hedge of protection around them in the name of Jesus. God, there are many needs and many prayers and God, those who need you in a special way, now is the time for them to ask for what they need from you, Father. And this is also the time when we say thank you for all that you've done and thank you for specific things in our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen.